What was Ben Wyatt's radio name when he was a DJ back in college? Answer at the end of the episode. Hello! Welcome to Citizens of Pawnee, a Parks and Recreation podcast. My name is Brian, and I will be your host. This is episode number seven, recorded Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. You can give me a follow on Instagram at Citizens of Pawnee Podcast. Also, Parks Rec Memes, that's at Parks Rec Memes. Send any emails to citizensofpawnee at gmail.com. New episodes drop every Wednesday and can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, so on and so forth. Today I will be discussing two characters, Shauna Malway Tweep and fan favorite Oren. Before we get started, just a couple things to go over. Uh, first off, I'm going to go through some emails. I don't have any emails. Again, ugh, last week was so nice I got to read three emails. I opened up my emails right before the show to check. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, there's one. And it was from uh, Anchor, who hosts my podcasts. And uh, it had nothing to do with uh, the show. So anyway, that kind of sucked. But yeah, um, again, if you want (laughs) to, I understand. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make you send emails, like ask me questions. But if you're bored, you know, if you want to just hear a little extra content outside of just the the characters I'm speaking of, uh, let me know. Uh, actually, someone reached out to me on uh, Instagram yesterday. It was kind of kind of funny now that I'm thinking of this right now and asked if I would be discussing in the future anything besides characters, you know, just like events inside the show or specific episodes or, you know, maybe themes. And I thought it was a really great idea. I had thought of that because obviously at some point I'm going to run out of characters to talk about. And even if I don't go through all 900 or so characters that are listed on IMDb, eventually people are going to stop caring when I run out of interesting characters again. So who knows? I might, you know, maybe I'll go back and revisit one or see if I can touch up an episode like the Leslie Nope one, which was my first character episode. I, I already know the show's gotten a little bit better, not really production wise, but I'm not saying basically as much, but I guarantee you'll hear me say the word basically at least 15 times this episode. So I'm going to try to keep that under. Okay. Uh, Where am I at? Um, Yeah. So it is spring break around here. So my uh, wife and kids are all home. They're outside right now trying to give me some privacy so I can podcast in silence. But I did move down to our like utility slash laundry room I did turn the heat off, so hopefully the furnace doesn't kick in while I'm down here. But if you hear anything, that's what it is. And my editing skills aren't good enough to cut everything out if there's a little noise in the background. So you're just going to have to deal with it. Sorry. Um, Little update on the Parks Rec memes brackets. I talked about those last week. We had a couple more finish out this week. Worst couple, Jammy, which was Jeremy Jam and Tammy too beat out Mona Lisa and Tom. I was a little upset with that one only because my least favorite couple, which was Tom and Anne, it got to the final four, but didn't advance. I I just, I don't see how anyone can't see that as the worst one. However, I totally get it with Jam and Tammy too, because they both suck. So just them being together obviously has to make them the worst couple. Um, And then the other one that finished up was, was uh, Best Celebrity Appearance. Now, this one real quick, and not to like get into it super, but 
I had a little bit of, you know, so this one involved a lot of the, the political cameos and, and then some of the athletes, mostly like, um, you know, the Colts and Detlef Shrimp and Roy Hibbert, Hibbert. But, uh, so anyway, naturally, you know, Michelle Obama and Joe Biden were on the show and again, I'm not trying to get political about this, but those two came down, you know, they were the two in the finals and I'm not surprised about that at all. But I immediately started getting a lot of messages of people just like, uh, this sucks. Uh, you know, like, why do I have to pick when I have to pick any? And I, I don't care if you do or not. I, I don't really care what your political ties are. I was basically tying this to the show. How embarrassing. My phone just started ringing. Anyway, um, but yeah, people were kind of taking this as me taking a political stance because Joe Biden and Michelle Obama were the two finalists. Now, this was voted upon. This wasn't just me. So I was actually, I thought it was going to be a fun one, but, you know, obviously, and I get it, you know, like not everyone feels that way. Uh, if, if Donald Trump was the guy that, you know, Joe Biden played in that episode, I'm sure it would be the exact opposite. You know, other people would be pissed about that. So anyway, that's all I was trying to do was to show what happened on the episode. Those those people appeared in the episode. So <laughs> I didn't, you know, it wasn't pictures of Amy Poehler posing with Joe Biden. It was Leslie Nope posing with Joe Biden and Michelle Obama and whatnot. So anyway, um, yeah, not a big deal, but I just, I thought I'd clear that up in case anyone saw that and was a little, you know, unsure of what I was trying to get across there. So had nothing to do with politics. It was literally just to do with the show. Okay. Um, I wanted to give a late shout out to my daughter. She celebrated her ninth birthday uh, a couple weeks ago, and I just totally forgot on that. Also, my buddy Mike, who turned 41 a couple weeks ago. Um, if anyone else did recently, I apologize. Those are the only two birthdays I could think of right off the top of my head. And also, I'm just trying to think of stuff to talk about because I don't have any emails. So anyway... Um, well, that's kind of funny I said that because right now I am ready to rock and roll. And I'm going to start with my man, Oren. And again, you'll probably hear the, the papers flipping, so I apologize for that. So Oren is played by Eric Eisenhower. His first appearance, April and, Nancy, April and Andy's Fancy Party. Last appearance, Leslie and Ron. He appears in nine episodes. Okay, so a little bit about the character. Oren is a, a fan favorite who serves mostly as a background character. Not to say he doesn't get screen time in the occasional line or two, but he mostly just serves as a random pop-up character here and there. We do have a lot of these in Pawnee uh, people, you know, like, um, actually, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, he's one of the many side characters from Parks and Rec that the fans have inexplicably fallen in love with. So, yeah, back to that. Um, Lil Sebastian, Barney, the accountant that, that you know, Ben, the guy that hires Ben twice and or is it three times, three times and Ben keeps quitting. Anyway, everyone knows Barney. And then even like Herman Lurpus, who's the, the kind of older tatted up guy that works at the pawn shop. These are just characters that they, they don't have, as I already told you about Lil Sebastian. I mean, like no concrete storylines. But when they pop up, everyone gets really excited because they're just hilarious characters. So that's kind of what Oren is. Okay. Oren is April's best friend. He's very creepy, ominous, mysterious, intense. 
He's usually seen just standing, staring at something or someone. And um, so something I've kind of always wondered about, Oren, actually, is what his relationship is with April's boyfriend in the beginning of the, the show, which is Derek. And I guess you could say Ben, who's Derek's boyfriend. But anyway, uh, the reason I was just wondering is because we see in the episode when everyone's helping Tom move, Derek and Ben show up and they want to just, they're like, oh, we just wanted to see you actually doing physical labor, talking about April. So Andy comes over to say hi to them. And Andy, you know, he's just super bubbly, like always. And he's like, yeah, yeah, what's up, bros? And giving them high fives. And like, he's just super, like, he's just a nice guy. So he runs off. And as he he walks away, they immediately start mocking him, you know, which kind of pisses April off. But I just kind of wondered because Oren is April's best friend. She has stated that before, but we don't see him interact with her boyfriend, Derek, and then his, you know, I, I, it's weird. It's a weird situation, Derek and his boyfriend, because there is a three-way love triangle there where April is dating Derek. Derek is dating, <laughs> Derek is dating April, and he's also dating Ben, but Ben and April supposedly hate each other. So anyway, um, yeah, so they, the, okay. So yeah, and this is like earlier in this, in the show. So anyone who hasn't seen like the first two seasons, would have no idea who I'm talking about as far as Derek. Um, okay. So yeah, I was just thinking that since they, they're obviously like, they don't like Andy at first, his like, you know, his bro-ish demeanor, maybe they relate a little more to Oren because they're all like, they have, they kind of, Derek and Ben, this is, they kind of have the April personality, like the very like apathetic, just like, Ugh. so maybe they accept Oren, who knows, but uh, Derek and Ben, obviously, they do come around with Andy and April being a couple in some sense because they are shown at April and Auntie's wedding, which is the same episode that Aaron Oren for Aaron Oren first appears in. Um, so this is the only episode that we see Oren in with Derek and Ben, but they do not interact. So I don't know. I just that was just kind of something I always thought about. Uh, one of the best running jokes about Oren is how much Leslie truly despises him. She's really just downright mean to him most of the time. And we don't really know why. There's really no motivation there. I mean, it's I think it's just kind of obvious by what we see. He's just kind of a deadbeat, you know, and he's just got a really crappy outlook on life and he's just like everything's negative and and we don't really even see him say this stuff because he doesn't talk very much he he barely i'd say geez in the nine episodes he's in he probably has less than 25 speaking lines total and um yeah so the, yeah that would probably make sense as to why leslie just doesn't like him and she doesn't want him hanging out with april because you know leslie does act like a mother figure to april she wants what's best for her so in uh, actually in the season four episode Operation Anne, April brings Oren as a potential suitor for Anne, to which Leslie scowls. Are you kidding? You brought Oren? Anne is not some weird morose mummy. Offense intended, Oren. Let this be a wake up call about how you present yourself to the world. And she says this just right to his face. It's so good because that, you know, like in April doesn't even react. You would think 
she'd be embarrassed for her friend, you know, and she'd maybe like pull Leslie aside, like, what the hell, you know, like that was really mean, but you know how April is and you know how, and then Oren just, he, I don't even think he reacts at all. He literally just like, hmm. you know, <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that April brought Oren on purpose because she knows Leslie hates him. And also April kind of hates, Le uh, April kind of hates Anne. So she purposely brought Oren knowing that he would be a terrible suitor for her. The first mention of Oren came in the episode Time Capsule, which was a season three episode. And uh, I, I couldn't, I don't recall the line offhand what, why April mentions Oren, but the writers decided to bring the character into the show for season three. Uh, or actually for the season three episode, April and Andy's Fancy Party, which I just talked about. And in this episode, he pretty much just stands around and creeps people out. He dresses, you know, he has the, like a goth look. He just, he dresses in all dark, you know, um, and these aren't all goth characteristics, but just stuff about him. He wears like black fingerless gloves. He, it's not all the times, but sometimes when we see him, he has like paint around his eyes or eyeshadow, you know, just making him look a little darker and like more set. So yeah, he just, he, he, he looks goth. If you would see, if I had to um, describe him in one word. He, um, where am I at? So, yeah. So in this episode, we see him interacting with Ben and Chris, but on separate uh, occasions when he shows, uh, when he's talking to Ben, it cuts to Ben and Ben's immediately. He just says, excuse me, I'm sorry. He looks actually, he looks a little bit concerned when they get to him and he just, they don't tell, tell you what Oren said to him. It just like, it starts off the conversation with Ben and he's like, uh, no, Oren, I don't know when I'm going to die. Wait, are you asking me or telling me? And then he's, it's cut off at that point. I think Leslie interrupts or something, but yeah, just, I, I love the, <laughs> yeah. And Oren's just standing in front of him, probably scaring the crap out of him. And yeah, Ben, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little creeped out. And then on the other hand, later on in the episode at the party, we see Chris talking to, to Oren and the funny thing is, is that Chris is so enthusiastic that you actually see Oren get uncomfortable and he's just like, I have to go and walks away. It's so good because, yeah, he's just he's such a creepo to everyone else. But Chris Traeger's positivity is the thing that makes him uncomfortable. And then later in season three, we see him at an art gala in the episode Jerry's Painting, where he just stands silently and motions motionlessly in front of his exhibit which is a completely blank canvas that's about six feet tall <laughs> okay in season four we see him in two episodes meet and greet where he's trying to sneak into ben's room during april and andy's halloween party but ben shoes him away this was actually uh yeah that's really the only time you see him in the party uh april and andy are having a halloween party like i said and Ben's really upset because they didn't tell him. Ben's their roommate, by the way. They did not tell him that they were going to have a Halloween party. So he was being very passive aggressive and like, oh, you know, I'll just I'll just hang out in my room the whole night. And, and they're they're They know that they realize they it was kind of a dick move that they didn't tell him, but they know that he's being petty. So they just kind of like, OK, yeah, cool. All right. Well, we'll call you if, you, if we need you. So he comes out at one point to get, I think he's printing something. So he grabs something from that or the fax machine or whatever. And yeah, Oren is slowly inching towards his room. And he's like, Oren, no, no. And just like gets in between him and pushes him out and then slams the door in his face. Um, 
And then uh, he appears again in the episode Operation Anne, which is what I just spoke about. That was his um, uh, the interaction when Leslie saw that he was there and just basically told him that he's an awful human being. <laughs> so, okay. In season five, this is really, I don't even want to say story arc, but this is probably the most relevant that like where it looks like they actually wrote about the character of Oren. And it's even a really, really small part, but um, Leslie and April attend his performance art show called human for uh, human farm. And the episode is called Leslie versus April. And uh, the only reason Leslie went with her to this uh, performance because she hates Oren is because in this episode, like I said, it's called Leslie versus April. They are fighting over lot 48, which is the lot next to Anne's house. And that's the one that the, the pit basically. Yeah. Whenever I say lot 48, just assume the pit, unless I say, uh, cause they, they, they do finally get in there <clears throat> and, fill the pit in and it becomes a great park, but I'll get to that uh, at some point. I don't know when. So Leslie is uh, trying to kiss up to April and that's why she goes with her to this thing. I don't even think April wants her to go, but April figures out what, um, what Leslie's intentions are. And she basically just walks away. And after April walks away, we see Leslie standing off to the side. Oren is on all fours dressed in a sheep costume and we get this interaction. Moo. Moo. Quiet, weirdo. Aren't you supposed to be a sheep? No. You are. Shut up. He also appears in the episode Animal Control, where he is an applicant to run that department uh, after basically they just get fed up with the two animal control guys, uh, Brett and Harris, because they're just complete bonehead morons, which... That's pretty much the story of Pawnee. But anyway, so Oren comes into interview and he claims that he studied zoology in college and that he can control animals with his mind. Needless to say, he does not get the job. In season six, both of his appearances actually are probably my favorite two of Oren throughout the whole series. So in the episode, Anne and Chris, this is the episode where, uh, as I've said in a past episode and in Chris is their last episode. So Leslie is throwing this gigantic, um, elaborate going away party for Anne where she is, she, um, she has like a booth for every single holiday that's going to happen while Anne is gone. So basically she has a calendar year's worth of, you know, everything Easter, Christmas, Halloween. And then there's also all these holidays, it's kind of an, you know, if, if you understand, if you know the show, you'll get it. But Leslie has created all these different uh, holidays for her and Anne and then also for her and Ben. So there's probably like 50 different tables at this thing. And each one of them is like, you know, people that she paid to come here. And it's like different booths that Anne can go visit. And it's like, OK, yeah, there's like talk like a pirate day and then talk like a Pittsburgh pirate day which it's, it's in an, uh, an earlier episode where they talk about the calendar, but it's really funny. So anyway, one of the exhibits, exhibits, I guess is what I'll say, at, that she has at this thing is Easter. And there's a part where Leslie's talking to April about something and April walks away. And then all of a sudden behind Leslie, you see this really tall Easter bunny come up. And Leslie's, you know, Amy Poehler, she's, she's kind of short. And Oren 
on the show, at least, I mean, like he appears like he's probably at least six feet. So he, he comes up from behind or or at first you, like I said, you don't know who it is. It's just a giant Easter bunny. He takes the hat off and he just, he looks like he's really like bummed out. And Leslie doesn't even see him because he's behind her. And he's like, how long do I have to do this? And I, I, I don't have the exact phrase down, but she's just like, until I say, put the hat back on and do your thing. And, you know, so he's, he, he puts the, the bunny hat back on and you just see him in the background. Like all of a sudden, like he starts waving and he does this like little waltz type dance away. And it's just so incredibly funny because obviously one, Leslie's paying him to do this. I assume there's no way he would just be here for it. But the, and you do expect that, like when he takes the bunny hat off and he's like, how long do I have to do this? But when he puts it back on, the way he just dances away is so amazing because you think maybe when he's got that on inside the bunny costume, he's probably like, yeah, woo, like, you know, like <laughs> dancing along. But it's just, it's really funny. And it's it's a very short scene because right after he, he does like two step moves and then it cuts to commercial. But it, just a really funny, like underrated kind of blink and you miss it part. And uh, the other one is uh, in the episode Prom. And this is a, a a popular scene where April and Andy are go because in Pawnee, one of the high schools can't afford to have prom anymore. So the parks department helps out and they're going to throw one last prom. And as like a nice gesture, the school decided to let Leslie and some of the, you know, they invited them as like honorary, honorary guests. So April and Andy are, you know, they're obviously they're going to prom together and Andy shows up in a limo. He comes out and April's like, all right, we got to go in and take pictures, you know, with my mom and dad. And you're, you're just expecting her parents, uh, Rita, Rita and Michael Ludgate, I think are their names. I know Rita's her mom. I, I'm not positive about Michael. But anyway, you're expecting to see them and you see Oren in probably one of the most horrifying getups ever dressed as April's mom wearing a full wig. And having his face, I think his face is painted white, yeah, with the with black lipstick. And he just comes and he's like, "You look adorable." And he like he takes pictures of them, but the the pictures are so creepy, like just the way he takes them because he doesn't even look into like the lens, or and this isn't like you know, so I, I'm get, he doesn't take it with like a phone. This was obviously years back, at least you know, almost a decade ago. And it's just, it's so funny because then, you know, in April's like, oh, mom, knock it off. Like she couldn't get her actual parents. She really had her best friend Oren come over and dress up as her mom. And then the, her, their dog champion, who I don't think I've talked about in any episodes, April and Andy's dog champion is a three-legged pit bull that they, they got from a rescue. God bless them. And, um, champion comes out dressed as april's dad he has a suit on and they gave him a wig he actually looks kind of like councilman uh, dexhart in this scene but if you're uh if you're not familiar with what i'm talking about which i don't know why you'd be listening unless you're just showing great support to me in that case thank you but if you look at the the episode picture for this one it you'll see that picture i'm talking about with Oren. that's the one i chose for him with uh him dressed as april's mom okay and then in season seven, he appears very briefly with no speaking line in the background at uh, April's party. She's throwing it's in this is in the episode Leslie and Ron when Ron is talking about 
the last time the parks crew was all together and April was having, and I should have looked it up. I, I hate when I have to, oh, I don't know what I'm talking about, but um, April had like a biker zombie leather clad party. I don't know. And it just, it cuts to it a couple times and you just see Oren like he's there, you know, cause April invited him. So, so that's pretty much his, uh, that's, that's Oren throughout the, the, his series or the series of parks and rec. So a couple other things in, 2019, Entertainment Weekly listed 18 minor but memorable Parks and Recreation characters. Oren was on this list, and here is what actor Eric Eisenhower said about the role. Quote, a really weird character, really strange, not a vampire. That's what Eric Eisenhower remembers reading of Oren heading into the audition for Parks and Recreation. But the producers gave him the key to unlocking the enigma that is April Ludgate's BFF and a macabre performance performance art enthusiast. Quote, the most interesting thing to me was they said he might talk a little bit like John Malkovich, the actor recalls. So I looked into that, and John Malkovich has a light, soft voice and delivers this sing-songy rhythm that clued me into this guy being very weird and a bit detached. Sort of in his, sort of in this world, but not of this world. Love that. There's very much Oren the guy determined to inflict existential crisis of on everyone around him. Sorry, real quick to interject. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not a bad reader. I'm just reading this off of my phone. So <laughs> anyway, back to uh, the quote, quote, he speaks very little. And when he does, it's pretty cryptic. But for the audition, it was actually a pretty sizable amount of dialogue, Eisenhower says. They wrote up a whole interaction between Oren and Tom, and they said, He's never going to talk this much, but we have to make sure that you really understand the essence of this guy. Basically, I overheard Tom crying in the bathroom and I was cornering him about his weaknesses and the meaningfulness of life and making him come face to face with his despair. And of course, he eventually makes his escape from me. Typical Oren. So that was good. That's uh, just to give you a little more insight on how uh, Oren is. Yeah, basically like the voice and everything. Just think, yeah, John Malkovich, very monotone and just like kind of draggy. So um, other stuff, uh, the Shured Universe, Eric Eisenhower does not appear in anything else Michael sure related. My favorite scene with um, Oren is a very, very subtle scene also in the season four episode Operation Anne. April is, uh, and this is after, again, she she brought Oren to embarrass kind of Leslie and Anne. And uh, I'm sorry, Leslie is yelling at April and she tells her, she's like, you know what? Why don't you go hide under the table with your friend Oren? And you just see the camera pan down and you see two fingerless gloved hands coming out from underneath the table curtain. And then they just slowly pull back. It's it's just like another thing. It's just like, what the hell was that? Like, why is Oren hiding under a table? Anyway. And then my favorite line was the one that I had stated before about the bunny suit. And I just the way he he asks in his his voice with the how long do I have to do this? I it's it's great. So anyway, um, yeah, that's Oren for you. Moving on to our next character, Shauna Malway Tweep, Newport. I'll get to that in a minute, just in case you're unfamiliar with that whole story. She is played by Allison Becker. The character is was born April 3rd, 1985 in Pawnee, Indiana. So that means her birthday is coming up in like less than a week. 
So happy birthday, Shauna Malway Tweep. Her first appearance is The Reporter. Her last appearance is One Last Ride. And I embarrassingly did not write down how many episodes she's in. I think it's it's in the teens, though. She's uh, She's got some pretty good screen time there. She is the spouse of Bobby Newport. And if, again, if you're not familiar with that, in the episode One Last Ride, which was the series finale, there is a producer's cut, which includes a previously deleted scene from the actual Erida episode where, and, and in this episode, since it's the, the series finale, they're showing you flash forwards of what, you know, what happened with everyone after the show ended. And we see Shauna, we see a deleted scene where Shauna is crying on a park bench, wearing a wedding dress, clearly having been stood up at the altar and you see Bobby Newport come out of nowhere and he sits down next to her and they start talking. And then you just see a, a little screen card and it's five hours later and they're getting married. So that's yeah. So I, I kind of wish they would have shown that it wasn't a long scene. Like I, I wish they could have just added that in. There was uh, a couple other deleted scenes in there that, that were really good that they missed out on. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so she is married to Bobby Newport. And um, OK, so little bit about the character. Shauna is a reporter for the Pawnee Journal. She has a great outlook on life, even though she can't seem to catch a break, uh, especially with her love life. She dated uh, Chris Traeger very briefly in season five, and she has taken interest in Ben Wyatt and Andy Dwyer as well, but she was never actually linked to them romantically. And then she did actually go on a date with maybe a couple dates with, and it's implied that she slept with Mark Brandanowitz in season one. So leading to that, we'll start with her um, season one. Her first episode is the reporter. And that's actually an episode titled for her. So that's kind of cool that her first episode was basically, yes, yeah, she's the focus on it. And in this episode, Shauna comes to interview Leslie about the pit on lot 48 and after Leslie is nervously botching the interview, she asks Mark Brandanowitz if he could maybe help her out a little bit. So Mark, who's kind of a, he's like a womanizer in season one, at least. He obviously, he comes in and Shauna's a, you know, a very uh, attractive woman. So Mark kind of steps in and you just like, as Leslie steps away for something, you see Mark and Shauna leaving together. And it's like, okay, they're, they're going out. You know, I, they don't say what time of day it is, but obviously it's work hours. So he probably just got done. They're probably going to grab a drink and then we'll see where it goes from there. So um, Leslie reschedules the interview for the next day at lot 48, which is the pit. And when Leslie's kind of talking, she's like, well, um, you know, I'm surprised Shauna's not here yet because they were supposed to, you know, they had a, a, a time to, that they were meeting and Shauna was a little bit late. So all of a sudden, Mark's truck pulls up and Shauna gets out of his truck. He's dropping her off and he yawns, you know, so it's just like another implication that they were up late. And then I think even Shauna says to Leslie, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot my stuff. I, I was up all night. I didn't get any sleep. And at first, Leslie doesn't understand what happened. Like, she just thinks Shauna's being very unprofessional. It's like, oh, my God, she's wearing the same clothes she had on yesterday. And she doesn't even have the professionalism to bring a pen. And then it like clicks. And it gets really awkward after that because then Leslie just starts giving her really like curt, like short answers to all of her questions because 
this is when Leslie was still, she had romantic feeling, romantic feelings. She had feelings for Mark Brandanowitz because they slept together years before the show started. And she's got these feelings for him that are totally unreciprocated until the end of season one when Mark is drunk and he tries to kiss Leslie, but then he falls in the pit that either way, we're not talking about that. So Leslie starts to give Shauna the cold shoulder and um, she starts giving her the short answers, like I said. So Leslie realizes she's acting childish and also she doesn't want this to screw up the the report that um, that Shauna is writing for the, the, the Pawnee Journal. So she reschedules yet again, telling her that she had food poisoning, which was making her act irrational. And then Shauna writes the article and Leslie says that it was a mixed bag of Pawnee. So she's like fine with it, but maybe it wasn't the best article. Okay. In season two, in the episode, The Master Plan, Shauna is seen at the Snake Hole Lounge where Andy buys her a drink after basically April is jealous because she sees it's, it's her birthday party. She sees Andy come in. And he's going up to buy a drink for April, actually. And Ann Perkins happens to be at the bar. So they just, they're just chatting. But April sees this. And April's very childish and bratty in the beginning, actually throughout the tenure of the show. But anyway, so when, when uh, Andy comes back with the drinks and, or April, I'm sorry, geez, Andy comes back with the drinks. April has John Ralphio sitting with her. And she's using him to make Andy jealous now because it's like, oh, you're, you're going to go talk to your ex-girlfriend. Well, guess what? I, I got this other guy here. So then Andy walks away because he's just like, all right, whatever. I'm not dealing with this. And he sees Shauna at the bar. He buys her a drink. And then uh, the next day, Shauna asks Andy out and he declines, which gives Shauna one of her really funny talking heads. And she just says, I can't even land the shoe shine guy. Okay. Uh, in season four, in the episode End of the World, she shows interest in Ben, telling Leslie that she thinks he's really cute, which causes Leslie to freak out, of course, because she's in love with Ben. And it causes Leslie to start acting irrationally, and that basically blocks anything from ever transpiring between Leslie and Shauna. But it was just um, kind of funny. She got a lot of focus on that episode because it was just Leslie talking about Shauna and then Shauna also being in the episode just so she could kind of cause a little rift in Leslie's uh, plans for Ben. So uh, yeah, but nothing ever happens with Ben and Shauna in season five. She's got a little more here in the episode two parties. Shauna tries to write an article about uh, some ancient Indian artifacts that were found in lot 48 but when that article becomes a bust, and the reason it becomes a bust is because Leslie planted these Indian artifacts here so that they couldn't dig to build a paunch burger because she had other plans for this lot. So she doesn't get, I mean, she comes clear, she comes clean with uh, Ken Hotate, but she, you know, she doesn't get in trouble for it. Like he actually takes her side, which is kind of cool. So anyway, uh, Shauna can't write about that because the interview just kind of goes like bogus. And instead, she interviews Chris Traeger about him and the guys. They have a rotating bachelor party. And in this episode, it's it's the one where, well, they're basically, they're just throwing a bachelor party for Ben, but they turn it into, like, I think all the guys figure out that they've never had bachelor parties before. So it's Chris's idea to have, yeah, a rotating bachelor party. So all five of the guys, or five or six of them, five of them, 
get to celebrate. And it's a, it's a really fun episode. So Shauna asks, or actually she goes to Ben's office first and asks him about it. And then he says, here, I, I got someone, you know, maybe someone you'd want to talk to. And he knows that Chris is, you know, lonely and Sean is cute and she's very nice. So he brings her over and he's like, here, why don't you ask Chris about it? So they go out to, to lunch to talk about it and they, they start kind of dating, I guess, but we don't really see much about it. And then uh, later on in the episode, women in garbage, we see a little more of their relationship, which is basically Chris very confused because every time he thinks they're going out on a date, like it's more of a group hang. So her friends are always with. So, you know, it's kind of it's obviously kind of bogus. And so he's he's a little bummed about that. But so actually in that episode, he's he's very determined to try to figure out what their relationship status is without asking. And Shauna is writing an article on April and Leslie because they're doing uh, they're garbage men for the day. And she's doing an article on it because they're doing like a little test to see if women can can do the men's job because there are no women who work there. Anyway, she um, she's interviewing Leslie and then she goes to interview Chris and Chris mentions to her, oh, well, uh, you know, like, does this is this an a conflict of interest because of your and I relationship? But even he doesn't say what it is. He just says our relationship. And Shauna says, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll put a disclaimer in the end. So Chris is like nervous for the rest of the episode. He's waiting for the paper to come out the next morning to see what she says. And she just says the author has a relationship with Chris Traeger or like a, a personal relationship. Yeah. So he kind of takes that as, all right, that's better than nothing. And then Leslie just convinces him to just like, dude, she basically says, keep it chill. She doesn't see. I'm saying basically I was doing really well this episode. I, I think I've said it twice in the last like, two minutes but anyway she says keep it chill and see what happens and after that we don't really hear anything actually we don't hear anything else about shauna malway tweep and chris so in season six in the episode galentine's day two shauna and others are invited to brunch by leslie where it is discovered that leslie is doing a process of elimination exercise to try to find her new bf bff and replacement for Anne. So once it's discovered she's doing this, the, the party pretty much disperse, not party, the brunch pretty much disperses quickly because everyone's like, this is, this is bull cra crap. <laughs> and, uh, we, you know, like you're, this is sad. Why are you doing this? Like, anyway, they're just pissed off because it's like, she has these weird intentions to try to replace Anne, who obviously moved away with Chris to Michigan. So, after everyone takes off, Shauna is still the only one that's sticking around. And her and Leslie talk for a couple minutes. And you get a couple more. Just really, one thing I really love about like Allison Becker's performance with Shauna is that she's always just so optimistic. And she's always got a big, really, really big, beautiful smile. And she's just so hapless. And you feel so bad for her because she seems like a really good person. She might have a little baggage, which actually she does. That's kind of what she's talking to Leslie about. But you want things to work out for her. So even if it's Bobby Newport she's marrying, and granted, she's going to be a millionaire. So good for her. But like Bobby's very a very good match, it seems, for her, even though she seems a bit smarter than him. But they're both just very like bubbly and happy-go-lucky about everything. So I really love that about Shauna. But um, anyway, she's in the middle of uh, talking to Leslie, and Leslie gets a call from Anne. 
this was like two or two or three episodes after Anne and Chris left, but now she's getting a call from Anne that she is going into labor. So Leslie just ditches Shauna and <laughs> that's it. We, we never really, she doesn't go uh, forward with the picking a new BFF. So, and then in uh, season seven, I told you at the beginning of this segment, what happens with her. And that was uh, the episode one last ride where she does in the deleted scene, Mary Bobby Newport. Okay. So a couple more facts about Shauna. She, uh, she is not in the shared universe. Uh, Allison Becker, that is, she's, uh, has no other Michael sure properties. My favorite line is the one I talked about earlier where she just, the talking head where she's just like, I can't even land the shoe shine guy. And it's just nothing against Andy or any shoe shyness, but yeah, it's just, it's her desperately trying that hard. And then it's like, even with Andy Dwyer, who's arguably the dumbest human being in Pawnee and is very unsuccessful in life at this point, <laughs> again, nothing, I'm not saying that about shoe shyness, but just his character, he's, he's kind of pathetic very likable, but very pathetic. And she just, yeah, like even he's like, no, I, I, I like someone else, which is true, but it's still just like, oh man. Um, my favorite scene with her, um, this one's kind of subtle too. It's actually in the episode, Are You Better Off? At the end of the episode, Leslie rhetorically asks uh, Shauna this question. Again, all I really care about is, are you better off? I think I'm better off. I haven't had a date in a while, but I'm learning a lot about me. Well, I wasn't asking you specifically, but I'm happy to hear that, Shauna. So. So that will wrap up the character of Shauna Malway Tweep and this episode. So please send any emails to citizensofpawnee at gmail.com. Please check me out on Instagram. Give me a follow at Citizens of Pawnee Podcast and also Parks Rec Memes. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Next week, I will be discussing... We got a big one here. That's what she said. Andy Dwyer. Woo, insert crowd noise. Okay. Uh, so thank you for listening and hanging out. My name is Brian, and you've been listening to Citizens of Pawnee. I'll see you next week. And the answer to the question at the beginning of the episode, what was Ben's DJ name when he was in college? That name is Zoot Suit Wyatt. Moving on to our next guest. Next guest. Um, next. <laughs> uh.